Welcome to Neighbor to Neighbor, a podcast focused on highlighting extraordinary individuals and organizations making an impact in our community. Neighbor to Neighbor is produced by WeQ, a not-for-profit cooperative credit union based in Bellingham, Washington. Most people bunker down when the weather turns south in our area, not Randy Small. Randy is the founder of Whatcom County Weather. When there's wind, rain, and snow, or any other kind of major weather event, you can find Randy smack dab in the middle of it with his camera. My name is Keith Mater, and on this episode of Neighbor to Neighbor, I speak with Randy Small about how he turned his interest in storm chasing and weather tracking into a full-blown weather reporting service with a strong following. All right, Randy. Well, thank you for taking the time to join me today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. This is, this will be fun. Yeah, definitely. So I always start off really simple. Who is Whatcom Weather? Whatcom County Weather is a uh, an entity mainly on on Facebook. Although I do have a website uh, that I am working on and continually up trying to update and make progress on. But uh, this started a couple of years ago as a venture. Uh, because I was doing weather for my own friends and family on my own personal Facebook page, and I got this great idea coming home from uh, Thanksgiving, uh, visiting my brother in Portland. As I was driving home, I was like, I wonder if I should just open this up to people besides my own family and friends on Facebook. And so uh, I got the great idea, by, and I asked my friend, uh, who was also running a uh, weather page, uh, she had started this, uh, some time ago down in North Seattle area. And I just wrote her a Facebook message like two days after Thanksgiving. I can still remember it. And I said, Bree, what do you think about me starting a Walken County weather page similar to what you're doing? And she's like, go for it. And that's all the words I needed. And that's really the the initial launch was uh, Saturday after Thanksgiving to 2017. Awesome. Have you always been interested in weather? I, I would say yes, even as a young person, I was interested in weather, but it, would, it was in the last 10 years that I really got interested into it. Uh, and it, it, what really interested me was storm chasers. That's probably what the excitement of the tornado chase and the hurricane chase is really what got piqued my interest. Mm. And following it on social media, especially Twitter, was really the 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 change in my thinking. It's like, I, I really want to do this. I would like to tornado chase someday. Wow. Uh, and so that's that's the beginning. But I can remember as a young kid growing up in Laurel, uh, kind of there on uh, in the middle of, of Linden, Bellingham, Ferndale, and Everson, kind of that central, but, but getting the northeast wind out of the Fraser Valley, uh, a lot of snow, all of that. I, was, I always enjoyed that. It was always something that interests me. But I had no idea that w- I would be here, you know, when I was a kid, that this would be the place I would end up and yeah. some of the th- fun stuff that we've done. So we have a little bit of, like, extreme weather, but the tornado chasing thing, is that, did you see a movie or, like, how did, where did that come from? I did not. I did not see a movie. I'm not a big movie watcher, so that, you know, I, I think it's just the extreme weather events. And I, I got on Twitter, I think it was 2009, so probably soon after Twitter came into be. And I could be off on the date. That might have been when I went on Facebook. But uh, it's been a few years, a good number of years. And, and somehow I found these tornado chasers. And the reason that I got on Twitter was was weather. I think Twitter is the best 
uh, thing to follow real-time weather on social media. Mm-hmm. And, and there's several reasons why, but you've got these chasers that are giving updates real-time. Uh, and now Facebook, you can do it, but with the thing with Twitter is you can follow whoever you want or you can unfollow if you don't think they're giving you the right information that you're looking for. And so my Twitter is mostly just, just about all weather. There's a little bit of news, but that it's just a bunch of weather meteorologists. I follow thousands, several thousand weather people. Wow. Uh, now, and then I've actually also made my own Pacific Northwest South BC Twitter list of weather, and I contend that it's the best the best list we have. I, I have meteorologists from Vancouver to Portland and everything in between that I'm following over to Eastern Washington and Eastern Oregon. Wow! So you have a big community of people that you're following on social media, and they're kind of like informing like what sort of things that you're producing, or you're kind of like sometimes sharing over what they're saying, or like how does that work typically? With Twitter. Uh, specifically, that's the medium I use to get a lot of information. I, I use a lot of websites and, and other stuff. But with Twitter, uh, you, you can ask a meteorologist a question. And what is cool is most of them will answer your question. And so I have several meteorologists that I rely on in Vancouver and in Seattle that I've gotten to know. Never met any of these in person. Although I've tried to meet a couple of them and it just didn't work schedule-wise. But they are, they are so good to answer your questions. I've never had somebody say, oh, I don't want to answer your question. So it's been a big help to learn from those experts. Uh, that That's really expanded my knowledge. And so I would credit Twitter with that beginning. Now, I've expanded beyond that into some Facebook groups. But just the real time, you know, what do you think meteorologist A up in Vancouver, meteorologist B down in Seattle, if we're going to, you know, they don't necessarily look specifically at Whatcom County, but because we're kind of touched on both sides uh, and we're kind of closer to that, that Fraser Valley, I, I do rely more on the Vancouver meteorologist to help me out. Gotcha. So you're kind of like the connector. Yes. And, and, and I'm one that likes to ask questions and find information and, and I, I used to do, be a supervisor at a local, uh, 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 business here, and I always told the people I trained the the worst question is the one you don't ask, mm. because you don't learn by not asking questions. And I found with with my weather and now photography, uh, learning in both of those fields, I've asked tons of questions, and I think I've put my own rule into practice, and it has helped me immensely. And so many again, I cannot stress enough how appreciative I am of those who have helped me, and those who have been willing, and nobody. I've had one, I can think of one bad situation in my in my in all the questions I've asked where somebody was really not very nice, I suppose, and didn't really want to, just, just didn't say something that was encouraging. Otherwise, everybody has been encouraging to me along this way. And it's built, allowed me to build a lot of good relationships. And I'm so appreciative of that. That's so cool. That's, and it's, it's do you think that's indicative of like, because I'm sure obviously you're a part of it, like there's a, a weather community. Do you think it's just like very like, uh, cordial, very like um, collaborative, or do you think that's just kind of you being the curious one and other people kind of obliging? Well, I've seen it with some of my other friends. I- I've noticed that if you're kind to other people, I know this is obvious, maybe Captain obvious here, but if you're kind and, and are appreciative to others, others will be kind to you, generally speaking. Uh, even if you don't think or agree about certain things, uh, I found that it's just the way 
people are in the photography and, and meteorology world. I, I know there are some things that meteorologists, uh, there's a lot of things meteorologists know that I don't know. I never went, I've never been to a school, I've never taken a class other than some online stuff that I've read and, and, and did a little bit of studying and read some books. But I, I, think, I think they recognize, as meteorologists recognize with the advancement of social media, that people are, are going to try to disseminate information to their local areas. And so they might as well be a help to them instead of, because they just can't. There's not enough meteorologists to be able to disseminate information for every Sumas, Linden, Ferndale, Sudden Valley, Fairhaven, Happy Valley, if you want to get that specific. Uh, they just can't do it. The National Weather Service can't do it. Vancouver meteorologists can't do it. And to be honest, I think there's been a void left somewhat by the local media in some of the weather here. And so it happened to be that I could help fill that void. And, and that's what's happened with the page. Very cool. So what is unique and special about Whatcom County weather specifically? Where do you want to start? I'm just laying <laughs> on me. What do you got? Well, Whatcom County has a, has a couple of things that stand out to the weather here. Uh, and I have a class that I've taught uh, several places, uh, both in uh, schools and also for uh, seniors and uh, in an open house format. I'm going to continue that along the way. I'll be having some more classes coming up. But uh, a couple of things that I teach in that class uh, is there are two, th- there, there, I would say there are three main things that impact our weather in Whatcom County. Number one is the Pacific Ocean. Pacific Ocean is the number one thing. We're close enough to the water that it actually moderates our climate. If it, if it wasn't for the ocean, we'd have a lot more snow. Uh, and, and, and other hot weather, extreme weather. Uh, so the ocean does a lot of things for us because it stays around 40 to 45 degree temps. Uh, the second thing outside of the ocean that we have here is the Fraser Valley, uh, what I call the Fraser outflow. Uh, and that does two things. It actually w- potentially heats us in the summer which people don't realize that because the warmest weather that we're going to have in the in, in Whatcom County is going to come from the east winds bringing in that warm weather from over the mountains or through the through the gap there, uh, and then the it opposite if in order to have snow because of the ocean moderating temperatures here we have to have some kind of conduit to the cold air and that conduit to the cold air is an open gap in the mountains which is called the Fraser Canyon. Uh, there are two main gaps. Well. There are more than that, but I would consider two main ones in the Pacific Northwest. The Columbia River Gorge is the other one. And so there are two prominent locations for ice storms that we can have in the Pacific Northwest. Now, there are other places that can have ice storms, but the two prominent are North Whatcom County and Portland East. Uh, and, And that's all created because of these gaps. Now, I always say in order to get snow in the wintertime, going back to the Fraser Gap here, uh, in order to get snow, you have to have the cold air. And you're battling cold versus warm. And I know the Pacific Ocean isn't warm in people's eyes, but it is when you're talking about snow. 40 degrees is too warm. 45 degrees is too warm. So you got to have a conduit to cold air. And that conduit for our cold air and snow is the Fraser Gap. And so, uh, and, and, and to be honest, you knew if you're in order to have snow 80 to 90% of the time in Whatcom County, you're going to have to have the cold air coming through there. Uh, so that's the second thing. The third thing is Mount Baker. Uh, Mount Baker uh, holds the world's record for snowfall in a season, uh, just uh, like a 1,100 inches of snow. I think it was the 99 season, 98, 99, or 99, 2000. I'm forgetting. It's one of those two. Uh, and obviously, uh, just a couple of years ago, I think it had 70 feet, 840 inches. And so that's its own phenomenon and creates its own weather up there. So those three, beyond that, we have a lot of microclimates. Hmm. 
we growing up, we always said the Smith Road was the dividing line between North and South County and the weather. And there is some truth to that. And I'm not going to get take get into the specifics of why the Smith Road is, but I will say if you look at a topographical map and you look at the Fraser Canyon and you draw two lines uh, out of that, and I have this all on my page, um, you will notice that the south line, if I drew two lines where the Fraser outflow comes out of, the south line or the bottom line on a map will end about in North Bellingham. And if you take, follow that line, it's going to cross near the Smith Road. Mm -hmm. So it has to do, again, with that, that Fraser Gap. It's controlling a lot of weather. But when you think about foothills, foothills like Acme, uh, Glacier, Deming, you know, those places, uh, you're going to be colder and more snowy in the winter, but you're also going to be warmer in the summer there. And there's good reasons why for that. Uh, Sudden Valley, uh, this last snow in January, Sudden Valley, Glenhaven, uh, South Bellingham got hammered with snow while you get closer to the water and they get less snow. So you have all these little microclimates. Uh, and that's actually been a, is a huge advantage because I lived here outside of four years in Wisconsin of college. I've lived here all my life. And I grew up right in the center of the western Whatcom County, what I would call western Whatcom County. The reason I say western Whatcom County is because eastern Whatcom County is the mountains, Mount Baker. And, but we, we call that the lowlands for the most part, western Whatcom County. And I, I, I experienced all this weather growing up. And so that's helped me. I've also talked to a lot of people. I've interviewed people, grandpas and grandmas, and, and you know, talking to people. And they've got stories from those 50s and 60s and 70s of what the weather was like. And it makes sense to me now that I begin to understand it, why things happened back then. So interesting. <clears throat> I find doing this podcast and speaking to a lot of different people from a lot of different perspectives, that there's such a puzzle as to like why things are the way they are. And I feel like understanding the geography and like we all experience the weather, like living around here, but like how often do we really question why is that happening? And there's obviously a lot of like, you know, rational causation so that's really interesting to hear about um switching gears a slightly have you ever traveled anywhere just to experience a weather phenomenon no but that's if i had a bucket list and i kind of laugh at bucket lists but if i had one the number one thing is to chase a tornado and number two would be to chase a hurricane uh and i have not done that but there we I, i'm talking about doing it but uh, to coordinate it with somebody who's done it before would be the key because I'm not experienced enough to do it yet. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm beginning to understand some of it, but I don't know enough about it because we don't have many tornadoes here. And so there's just not been an opportunity, but not outside of the area. Obviously, I've traveled to this area for windstorms and snowstorms and things like that, but not outside of this area. Yeah. All right. I'm going to nail you down on it. I, yeah, I'm going to give you a plane ticket. You got to go. Which one do you see? and Where do you go? Between a tornado and a hurricane? Yeah. Oh, tornado easily. Mm -hmm. Midwest. Midwest. Kansas, Oklahoma. Uh, May, late May, early June is prime time. Time generally. Uh, those the, that would be if I was gonna, ch yeah, chase a hurricane. I would obviously go to the you know the Gulf, Gulf or Florida or the east, eastern, southeastern seaboard. Very cool. That'd be really cool. I think for your followers to say, hey guys, I'm doing this like trip of a lifetime. Let's weather nerd out. I'm going to I'm going to go chase a tornado. Follow me on my journey. I think it'd be pretty awesome. I'm hoping to. What most fascinates you about weather? Is it tornadoes? Is it is it just the the major the major events or is it something else? Well, uh, getting into weather was definitely the major events. Following the likes of Reed Timmer and 
and and some of those famous storm chasers that are out there uh that really got me into it but as i sit here today because i don't live in those areas you know i'm not in the midwest i'm not in the southeast uh i would say what most fascinates me today is just watching a storm like a snowstorm just from beginning to end watching it unfold but there's much more to it than that it's now the 10 days prior so watching the looking over the weather models seeing the changes in the upper atmosphere and what it's where we're headed uh so for the january week of snow we had in cold uh i started watching that storm at the end of december uh, those those things and the weather models, we could see that things were going to change, uh, and so not that they can't flip, but it was it was becoming obvious as we came into early January that we were going to have that, uh, and so just watching it and then seeing how it plays out. Does it play out? You know, the weather models are only so good. Computers are only so good. We need humans, and so we need meteorologists, and so just seeing and then trying to forecast myself, trying to guess it and look at as much data as what I know and understand, and then see, go back and see how we did. Mm. All, I think it's that whole combination uh, from beginning to end that is, that is it's like a high. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't uh, I'm not a person that, you know, has, has done drugs or anything like that, but if I had a high, it's that whole time. And then at the end of the event, I'm exhausted. Oh, wow. I'm exhausted because I've spent late nights, early mornings getting up, f- tracking the weather, sometimes in the middle of the night, um, but I always tell people I'll sleep in the spring and summer when it's, when it's calmer out. So that whole, that whole thing is, is big for me. That's so interesting. That's, I mean, it's really cool because I think your passion for this and for, I mean, it's your hobby, but you're pulling people into what's interesting to say, Hey, look over here, understand the storyline that's unfolding in front of us. And you kind of like pull people into your, your excitement, which is really cool. Um, what has been your favorite weather event to cover in in the time that you've done it or even before you were doing your page? What, what's been the, the most exciting storyline for you to cover? Well, in the recent years, it has to be, for me, the February uh, 2017 snow that we got in Linden. Uh, so if you, we back up, it, it, this is uh, 17, 18, 19, and 20. This is the fourth February in a row that Linden's had snow. Uh, prior to that, we had little snow in the prior two winters, very little in my in my area, North Whatcom County. That that February wasn't the first snow we had in that winter. Uh, we had had several snow events, but that snow just and that cold air just kept coming. And uh, I have video for six days in a row of strong northeast wind and snow, blizzard type conditions. Uh, so that I think in, you know that would be close to the top. There's, a, there's another one, February uh, northeast windstorm, about the 10th of last year, just about a year ago, uh, that where, where I clocked 70 miles an hour on a northeast wind at my house in Linden uh, and just observing the, the damage. And then the south windstorm, December 20th of 2018. And isn't it funny? I can remember all these uh, major events. Just it, They just stick in your brain. And I always wondered how these people could do that, how they can remember the dates. But the December 20th windstorm, the south windstorm that we had, uh, was also a memorable event. Uh, I damaged my wife's car in that event because the wind almost ripped her door off. It did several wow. thousand dollars in damage. That was over at the Lummy Ferry Dock. Mm-hmm. And I was holding on the door. I was doing everything I knew 
in a strong 60 mile an hour wind to be able to get out of my vehicle to video that and to document it. And uh, I actually had my van was loaned out to, a, to somebody that needed a van. And so I had my wife's van and she had my little pickup and I should have had my little pickup because if that had been damaged, it would have been a lot. Not, it, my pickup's just kind of old and ugly and her car is a lot nicer or her vehicle. Mm-hmm. But hindsight's 2020. Uh, the, the, I'm holding on to the door, but it didn't matter. The wind gust just came so fast and I even had the position correctly. I should have gone out my sliding door. Uh, in the middle, in the back, but uh, uh, you learn from those things. And mm-hmm. if I am in a sixty to seventy mile an hour wind again, I will do things differently. Oh man, that's so interesting. Because like, I, I think a lot of people like hunker down in the storms, and but you're the one that's like out there, like actual, actually chasing them and actually experiencing the craziness. Oh, absolutely! It's a blast. <laughs> I love being in the snow. I I've, we've been in ice storms, all uh, wind storms. Anything flooding, I was out in the middle of the flooding last week in a lot of roads and documenting mm-hmm. uh, the rescues and stuff that were going on. I was with Search and Rescue. Uh, so, yeah, just it's been it's I just love going out. Crazy. That's so fun. All right. If you were given $10,000 right now to improve Whatcom County weather, what would you do with it? Oh, that's a that's a big, good question. Wow. That's probably my toughest question. <laughs> Uh, probably try to improve the website would be one of the things to hire somebody to, to make, to enact some of the ideas that I have in my head. Uh, there's been a call for a well, Occam County weather app. So that would oh. be another opportunity. I have ideas. Uh, and so some of those things, hopefully I actually currently have a 13 year old friend of mine who I've taught how to do the WordPress for my website in hopes that he can work on it and uh, do it for kind of a school project, maybe pay him eventually. Cool. But I really want to, to, uh, make those, make that go better. Uh, and then if I was selfish, I would take some of the money and, uh, go tornado chase with oh, a friend of mine. Man. But, uh, if it was just for Whatcom County, I would work on definitely improving the website. Cool. Whatcom County weather app. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. A lot of people have been asking for it and then haven't made very much progress on that yet. You would be the person to do it. Do you have a weather hero? Where do you get these questions? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if I have a weather hero, you know, my hero is my dad and my grandpa just in life. But uh, they aren't weather people. I mean, they, they, they... my grandpa's passed away, but, uh, and they, they understood, you know, they followed the weather, but, uh, wow. You know, I guess if I said I had a weather hero, it would be probably Reed Timmer. I, you know, he's the one that probably got me into it. And so that's storm chaser, storm chaser Reed Timmer. Yeah. It works for AccuWeather and, uh, Jim Cantori would be at the top. I, I would say the person that I've interacted a little bit with that is very well known in the in the meteorologist is James Spann out of Alabama. He's a huge following. Uh, when the day that he started following me on Twitter made my you know made my month and uh, and he t- he tweets a lot of my photography. Cool. So I'm grateful for somebody like that who cares about the little people. So James Spann, Jim Cantor, these guys that have have made weather a common day theme for everybody. Those would be my, I guess, my weather heroes. All right, you gotta have lunch with one of them. Where do you go for lunch, and who? Which one do you pick? Probably Reed Timmer. Where would I go to lunch? I would go to lunch wherever they're chasing a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, that's a 
definitely read to him, or I would love to sit down and talk with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's interesting that my friend Benjamin, who runs uh, Washington Weather Chasers, has actually now met Reed, and he met him out here in Washington State, mm. uh, and has commu- and does communicate with him a lot. And Ben has chased a lot of tornadoes in his time. He lives down in Lake Stevens area, but uh, used to live in Joplin, Missouri, for a little bit. And Joplin, Missouri is ground zero for several huge tornadoes a few years ago. They had several different ones. And so I think Reed Timmer would definitely be. I don't know where I'd go. Not McDonald's. <laughs> so you told me earlier that you're not a movie watcher. But my next question was, which is the best weather-related movie ever made? The Perfect Storm, The Weatherman, Twister, or Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? <laughs> um, probably Twister. I think that's you know that's right up your alley. yeah that, yeah that's a good pun uh, for tornado <laughs> but uh, yeah I would say that's probably is you know just real quick off the top of my head. So I think my last question for you is, if you were to summarize, how have we gotten from November of 2017 to where we are today? What is it about this page that has made it grow? There's a few different things. Number one, I run the page without drama free. One of the things that I wanted to do with the page was combine weather and landscape photography when I started it. But I also said I didn't want, I don't want the drama, I don't want the arguing like a lot of Facebook pages are today. And and then this combined with that is is I I want to be a person of integrity. And I I I don't want I want people to see not only that I'm a person of integrity, but that they need to treat their fellow human beings in that same way with kindness and compassion and care you know going out and do the flooding last week i i was with a lady whose house had major damage as she was being interviewed by a large tv station from seattle and uh just just offering compassion saying what can we do to help you uh and and i think the people on the page have seen my heart and my passion and my desire and I am who I am. I, I'm not a fake. Uh, I'm just going to tell it like it is. But at the same time, I, I love people. Uh, people are my heart. It's what I do for my regular job as a pastor. And so just, you know, you put all that together. When you have somebody that cares about people, and of course, weathers, everybody talks about the weather. You know, if I went out here into your offices today, if there was a snowstorm coming, potentially, there, that'd be the buzz probably in the, in your, by your coffee stand. It's like, you know, wonder if we're actually going to get some snow or not. Well, have you checked that Wong County weather page? What is, what is Randy saying? And it's not that I'm always going to be right. Uh, but just, just to show that I care about people, but also try to get, do the best that I can. And so I think that's caused the page to grow. People, people see that. And uh, it's been an amazing journey. We had no clue I'd been we'd be here today. And the support by the Whatcom County community, amazing. And actually beyond, because we've got followers in BC and Skagit, Snohomish, and King, and other places. But I cannot state strongly enough how the people in Whatcom County have supported me. It's been out uh, with financial donations, with support of my new photography business. Uh, I sold 400 calendars this last year. Uh, and that's allowed me to upgrade my equipment, the kindness people have been. And so you put that all together, uh, it's just been a great experience. And I credit the people. If I didn't have the people following me, the page would be awfully boring. And so I say this is about the people. Cool. So how do people find you? What's your website? How do they find you on social media? That sort of thing. Yeah, there, I, have, I have three things, and I'm working on a YouTube channel 
uh, as well. But uh, I'm hoping my my friend can help me with the YouTube channel because at, at 13 he's already made his own YouTube channel and he's going good with that. And so I'm like, maybe he'll help me, and he's he's willing. But we'll skip the YouTube channel for right now because I, I can tell you where it's going to be at. But uh, it's just not not fully up and functioning how I want it. Uh, Walking County weather on Facebook is is where the main information is being disseminated. Uh, but also on Twitter, if you're on Twitter, you can follow Randy Small. It's pretty simple. Uh, and I'm doing a lot of Whatcom County weather there now, more than I ever have, along with my photography. And then uh, uh, the third uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, I do have an Instagram account, but I really don't do the weather there. I just do my photography. But the third is my website. It's WhatcomCountyWX.com. Everybody wants to know what's WX. WX is Morse code for weather, and you'll see a lot of people use that in the meteorology field. So it's WhatcomCountyWX.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Thank you, Keith. It's been a blast. Thanks for listening to Neighbor to Neighbor, a community-driven conversation highlighting individuals and organizations making an impact in our community. Neighbor to Neighbor is produced by WeQ. Unless specifically stated otherwise, WeQ does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast, and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement.